All right, and we're back. It's a New Blood Rising podcast, and today this is fun. We're coming in. Uh, we just are off the heels of Spring Stampede 2000, and we talked about before we get into Slamboree 2000, it was time to take a look at something we knew was coming up since we started the podcast. We knew this was going to be a part of our timeline. It is also pretty cool. It's the 15th anniversary of Ready to Rumble, which came out in April of the year 2000, right in the middle of all this reboot stuff. So that's going to be fun. We're going to be covering this um, real quick. New Blood Rising podcast is a part of the OSW Podcast Network through piledriverwrestling.net. Please go to the site. Check us out. Check out some of the other podcasts they're reviewing. Also, some some kind of vintage reviews of wrestling shows from years ago. Also, stuff that's going on right now. So there's plenty to look at there. With the New Blood Rising podcast, as always, I am William Rinkin, joined by, in this journey through... The end of WCW, Jason Keesler and Charlie Stabile. It's ready to rumble. This is fun. We're talking about a movie, and this is all this is right in our wheelhouse, big yeah, time. I love oh, that yeah. we finally get to talk about a movie, mm-hmm. and it's a movie about wrestling. That's yep. right. <laughs> right. So expect a lot of wrestling references and no movie references. It's going to be all Wall Street references only. <laughs> That's all I'm looking for. Gordon Gecko is God. That's the only thing that matters in this uh, show. So, do you remember what it was like to hear about this movie? Uh, when, yeah. Yeah. Like, That's a good. And, because it was like, it was kind of a double-edged sword. Hey, they're making a movie about professional wrestling starring professional wrestlers. On the other side of that, it's not WWF. Right. <laughs> it's WCW, but we can we can accept that. And it's going to hit the theaters. That's a good place to start. Because now, the, correct me if I'm wrong, really the last movie like this that was centered around wrestling per se, it's not even wrestling so much, I think a No Holds Barred. No Holds yeah, Barred. No holds barred it is No Holds Barred. And which really no becomes a dark... Oh, it's an anti-wrestling movie. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It uh, is. At, which I don't think Vince and Hulk knew that when they were <laughs> writing it. That <laughs> hotel room story, which is one of the strangest stories. But... Uh, it, uh, it's a battle of the tough guys. Yeah, the, the, the battle... Of the tough guys. Like, uh, I always Fuller, hated was Kurt that? Fuller. Kurt Fuller. I always oh. hated that little we call, that he took. We had him in like our posse of 80s villains with uh, oh, yeah. Bill Atherton. Bill Atherton. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, 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 yeah, because Kurt Fuller plays Bill Atherton in Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, on in. Now, No Holds Barred is a guilty pleasure, uh, the Dookie scene in particular, oh, totally. which is a cinema classic. But yeah. it's, it is weird because you don't expect a movie with Hulk Hogan trampling through kids. Uh, with his junk in that super gross tight latex pants right at that kid's face uh, and then a rape scene oh and yeah such a weird electric dark death it's movie. weird to and go back to it Zeus is dead yeah, at the, the end of that movie uh, the double axe handle yeah. off the arena and he crowns him yeah. which we'll get into oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, that's a crown uh, Bingo. well the, the thing like I said it's a guilty pleasure but one thing I always hate is uh, wrestling movies that portray wrestling as a real Sport mm. like body slam, so well, like body slam, which Ready to Rumble kind of is half and half. What were we about to say? I I thought I when I first saw this movie, I was like, eh, it was see all it in the right. theater. Yeah, I did see it in the theater. I did, and too. I liked it. I enjoyed I was it all a lot. in the theater. <laughs> and I think some of I I think each of us probably were because that movie didn't last maybe two weeks. Yeah. Well, the like I was telling you off the air, I just want to throw this out. Open the same weekend as Rules of Engagement. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones and Samuel Jackson. All my friends went to see Ready to Rumble. I went to see Rules of Engagement. Sure. Because I wasn't that into seeing this movie, but I knew I was going to see it eventually. Of course, it was a wrestling because the other the other movie I was going to bring up was I think Beyond the Mat was the only other like wrestling yes. thing we got around this time. Yeah, but it was a doc. Yeah. Right, it was and a it doc. Was super real. Oh, Great. Would you have rather seen though what we got, which is like a wrestling movie with wrestlers about wrestling, 
or movie wrestlers in a movie where they're playing other characters. Like where you're just getting like an action movie, but in you know, J.I. Joe, I guess is just a way. But we did in a year. Playing. It was The Mummy Returns. <laughs> well, not just the Rock. Like, really, oh, I know. I've, I've, I've seen the movie. Yeah, oh. <laughs> 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 McLean. He dropped a McLean on me. English speaking German. <laughs> yeah, I saw the movie. I, I saw what? Movie. What movie? Did you yeah, watch was, Battle of the Bulge? Battle of the Bulge. God dang. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, <laughs> so. Uh, one thing that's interesting with this movie, and I remember, I think I thought this at the time, too. Uh, instead of, like, it's a bunch of wrestlers. Bam Bam Bigelow, Dime Dallas Page, so on and so forth. The main character wrestler is a fictional wrestler yep. played by an actor. And I remember thinking at the time, why not cast a real wrestler playing himself in the character as, like, the guy that they want? That way, the, the wrestling fans that go to see this movie have um, a situation that they could relate to. Mm-hmm. Like why? What? This is gonna sound bad, but why not Goldberg? He's your hottest star. Why not have him be the main guy who falls on hard times? It just seemed weird. Mm-hmm. Like, are you trying to attract people to come see this movie right. that aren't wrestling fans? Because I can tell you right now, that's not gonna happen. Right. At least not for another nine years. The, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I, this movie, a hundred percent, did not appeal to non-wrestling fans Absolutely in not. any which way, shape, or form. Now, I believe it's true. They probably, I think they wanted WWF first, and it makes sense that you would want to yeah. do this. And I have, I which can, is interesting because it's Warner Brothers, which is Time Warner, mm-hmm. which is Ted Turner, right? Yeah. So, and I, I've heard that WWF story too. Yeah, and it makes sense because clearly their one promotion was hotter than the other. Because this would have started what ninety nine, probably yeah. summer ninety nine. Yeah, was when they because um, we see some wrestlers take breaks here and there uh-huh. to do filming and stuff, but it wasn't terribly noticeable. Like, but not really other than Canyon other than Canyon yeah who right. is the real star of this movie because Canyon is uh, he's Jimmy is he's he Oliver King or Platt's, he's Oliver um, yeah, yeah that's right stunt double and you can clearly see that it's him in some of the shots Jim, so Jimmy King you brought him up because that's it is, it's it's like a mixture of Jerry Lawler I and s- an even worse <laughs> redneck <laughs> I, I'd say because I, I remember hearing people and people or Jake saying, Roberts. Jake you can Roberts. say Jake Roberts. Jake Roberts and Jerry Lawler mixed together. Yeah, that's who I heard people say Ric Flair, and I was like, no, I don't no see Ric that Flair. at all. Nope. Except maybe with the with the canned music that we've heard, like just applied to somebody else. Right. Uh, right. And and you know, and I, I even even at that age of thirteen or fourteen when this came out, I loved Oliver Platt because. So he, let's talk he, about him for a sec. Yeah, that's good. He had been in some uh, movies that I had seen as a kid. Like he was in Beethoven. That's right. You know, uh, he, uh, Lake Placid. He was in Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers. Great and movie. Awesome yeah. and executive decision. Exactly. Oh, oh, that's Great. right. He's he's the he's got the the thing he, in his yep, mouth. Yep. Oh, oh my God. He, yeah, that's good call. He is a, a time to kill. He has a nice time little bit in that. Mm-hmm. Simon Birch. Simon. Yeah, that was. Didn't see that one, no. but I know he's in it because I've yep. front cover. Uh, he um, he he was kind of he was kind of a comedy team with Stanley Tucci. Because they had him, they did Beethoven, sure, yeah. but they did another one called The Imposters. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I vaguely remember. They I had did like not a Wall and Hardy dynamic. Yeah, because uh, Oliver Platt was a is a bigger gentleman, yeah. husky man, husky man. Weight has fluctuated over the wonderful years. Wonderful actor, and the fact that right. he signed on for this. Do you remember the TV show in the two thousands? He did. It didn't last long. He was a lawyer. They used the Three Doors Down song to kind of promote it. It was when on. I'm gone. It was on NBC. <laughs> No, no, it was the, the Kryptonite song. Oh, they used Kryptonite? No, no I don't remember this at all. It was all. a song in it, or it was a show on NBC that Oliver Platt played, like, you know, that rogue lawyer, like, oh, he doesn't play by the oh, rules. Oh, no. It's 
It's Rake, but with Rake. Oliver Platt. Yeah, it's oh, oh god, what's that? Which one, is the, House but a lawyer? The one that the Office guy's doing. Um, oh, I, your favorite, Rain Wilson. Hate, right, hate yeah, Wilson. yeah. Oh, Backstrom. Backstrom. Yeah. Well, Backstrom. At least he's not a lawyer. Like at least with House. Like, yeah, yeah. I can get behind House yeah. to an extent, but it's just somebody hand me a rule book. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great Family Guy shot where they do it. Is. It's that, that's all of those shows. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so and David Arquette. All right, so who that's was hot uh, mm-hmm. off of the Scream uh, Scream and Scream 2. I think they no, I think even the third one had come out at this point. by this point. Scream 3 came out in February 2000. Yep, so it had. Yeah, so yeah, he so was That's the weird Jay and Silent Bob one where they yeah. pop up for 2 oh, seconds. So I didn't even know who they were when I saw Me Scream neither. 3. Whoa. Was like, <laughs> Not at no, the time. I didn't, I, I didn't see Clerks until that years. That was just cuz well, I'm, I'm so much older than you guys, so that's what sure. weird is is the difference. elder statesman over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was a, I'm a huge Scream mark. So, you know, like I, I love David Arquette. <laughs> And Scott Kahn, I don't think I knew who he was. Varsity Blues was the only Varsity thing. Varsity Blues. Okay, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. So I kind of knew him. I knew him more as James Kahn's kid. Yeah. And Ocean's Eleven would kind of boost him up a couple years later. Well, I, one uh, year. Well, one year, yeah. One yeah. year later, exactly, yeah. And he did the sequel. Uh, yeah. So, like, this movie had some... Cl- oh, oh, how, how can we forget? It has Joe Pantoliano. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that now. Yeah. So well, how they Jimmy King, Jimmy King's our lead. He's supposed to be, like, our hero, an 80s wrestler that is in the 90s, and now... He's kind of falling yeah. on the wayside. Scott Conn and Jane David Arquette are the super well, fanboys. Who is Joey Pan- Joe Pantoliano? Well, that's the interesting thing, uh, because I believe the writer, who is Stephen Brill, I think he wrote Mighty Ducks, uh, basically... Titus Sinclair's he directed era. a little movie called uh, was it the uh, the what was the Owen Wilson movie after he killed him or tried to kill Dr- himself? Drillbit Taylor. I think he did. Yeah. That. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, he did Drillbit Taylor. Anyway, Titus Sinclair is Eric Bischoff. Uh, Eric Bischoff was supposed to play a characterized version of himself. Now the thing that's interesting about this is the way that Titus Sinclair and Jimmy the King's relationship is in this movie is based on the relationship between Eric Bischoff and Ric Flair. Ooh. And and that's a hundred percent applicable. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and you can absolutely see it, uh, and it works. Uh, you know, for, for the movie, for what it is. So let's get into the movie. Let's get into the meat of this. Yeah, Op- opening starts with stock photos of legendary and, wrestlers. And I, I told Jason, I thought this was in, cheesy, uh, stupid, because yeah. this movie is for wrestling fans. That's who this is geared to. We all know who these guys are. Right. We know what wrestling is. This really isn't needed in this regard. What you would you have put? What could you have done? I, you know what I liked? Would have liked Maybe to have a, seen a collage of wrestling. This this happening? is very cliched. Show me those two guys as kids watching wrestling for mm. the first time. Or Whether give me those TV, two watching Ronald. wrestling, and then give me uh, like funny. they did at the beginning of the wrestler. Give me footage and photos of Jimmy the King's rise, or stuff like that. Sure, me totally. To, Tell to, me who to he some is. Quiet riot. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, we get that, and we get, um, oh yeah, that, this is another thing that's weird. So Diamond Dallas Page in this movie um, is a heel. Right. He was a face the entire time this movie was shooting, and, this will and get, a little bit after. And this will get weird in Slamboree, because we're not going to do it. Slamboree's we'll main it. event is going to echo this movie was a lot. It, he, was he a heel? Because wasn't... No, he's he a heel in this movie. I mean, but wasn't this during the time of the Jersey Triad? Which he was a heel. I mean, he was a heel in real life, and face in the. You say he was a face. Well, when the, I mean, well, if, if we're going the by the fact, the had been ended by the time. I think if we're talking about like, forward. if we're saying this movie started filming in summer '99, uh, mm-hmm. wasn't Jersey Triad slightly before that? Yeah, was it, it was. I believe yeah. it was. It, it just like D- DDP is 
he's like one of the top faces. It's just, just weird to put see, him in the heel role, even though he can act. Yeah. Remember the TBS movie he did? First oh. Daughter with Mariel Hemingway. Yeah. 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 Oh, There's a one-two punch. There you go. That's, Whoa. That's, that's probably in some DVD We need to pull out shutter the, speed at, at some point with oh. Steve Borden. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. TBS used to crank him out oh, yeah. on hostile ground. But so the gas... The, the, so I want to... We we got to talk about this because I, I noticed it last year when I saw the movie, um, the finger in the ass gag mm-hmm. was repeated in Dumb and Dumber Two, which and, was just pulled out of Mallrats, which is pulled out of Mallrats. Right, right. It's like like how far back does this thing go? I know. You know, it's like the lineage of this joke. That's right. It's like the aristocrats but, of two thousand. Like this is one of those moments I tell you. Like there's certain moments in this movie that are really funny, and this is this is not one of them until Ahmed Zappa starts reacting to it. And I always I always love this line where he goes, I will get you another one ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, this is going to be a future world champion. It says, why does it look like you have your finger in your ass? Because I do. Yeah, because I do. And then this kind of reaction shot. I like this scene uh, right after because the gas station becomes a wrestling ring. Mm-hmm. I think this is very creative, very yes. surreal. I really like this. I like that Randy Savage gets a bit Because here. the thing is, every one of us, especially at this As age, this... Thought yeah, about having the movie a should have been more of this. Yeah, that's it, exactly that's why so the movie is very manic. Yeah, and well, his personality, but it's not. It really is. It's not with like this level of of surreal, of of just like yeah, this is kind of like what you'd think of as a kid. Uh, your parents' bedroom. The parents' bed was always bigger. That was the wrestling ring. You know, doing Macho Man elbows off off of the uh, off of the bed. Yeah. So to have Macho in this family. I mean, if I was fourteen, the movie in my mind was always. Nobody can see Steve Austin but me, and he talks to me about what I should me. do in my life. Yeah, that—that's my that. Yeah, it's a oh, I know a thing or two about love. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um, of course, like, and what's funny is like throughout the movie, like it is this constant jab of wrestling is stupid. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, seven the, first seven yep. minutes you get wrestling is for yep. retards. Yep. And then wrestling is for dirt bags and lily pickers, whatever that is. Yes. Yes. So. Um, so we're already pissing off the people that are paying money to see this movie, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which is just oh, I'll talk more about that later. Um, D- David Arquette does a uh, makes a crucial error that I I used to get really bothered by that when people would say this in middle school, they wouldn't call it Monday Nitro, they would call it Monday Night Nitro. Yeah, because of Monday this Night Raw, used to right. aggravate the hell out of me. Uh, because yeah, Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. It just it sounds it's like you repetitive. have a stuttering problem. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, your gold dust. They, yeah, yeah. yeah, they never said this on television, but for some reason this became a thing. Um, nice running gag in the movie is the fact that David Arquette's dad is a state trooper who never takes his glasses off, who is a hundred percent always in costume. He is always in character. Man, he's always that, in guy, character. man that guy's ready to go. And he's, a, he's, a, he's a character actor. He's been around yeah. for a oh, yeah, long totally. time. I, yeah. I don't. I, I don't can't think of anything off the top of my head, unfortunately, but. But the whole get, the, his whole thing is, you son are going to be, you're going to follow the family tradition, you're going to be a cop, you're not going to do this wrestling thing, it's a stupid dream. I think we've all heard that oh, plenty yeah. of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And, but, <sighs> uh, so, that, uh, once again, you're, you're, you're pissing off r- wrestling fans. What these two do for a living. Yep. Like, I, I, I yes. have a real problem with a lot of this movie. I, this, I, is, this is some I think Stephen Brill loved Men at Work, as we all do. Yeah. Hey, that's a, that's a good work. movie. Yes, sir. The, uh, this, on the other hand, so, so they're basically, what do you call this? Uh, they're not, this isn't plumbing. 
Uh, this is like se septic security. Se yes, yeah, septic, septic waste security. depositors. Yeah, wait, or, yeah waste depositors. Or, right. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it does lead to, to like this one little exchange, which I think is hilarious, with the, <laughs> those that, those two guys coming out of the of the um, the porta potty, and one guy going, "Hey, shit boys, how's the shit work?" <laughs> like pointing out the the, the, the the how ludicrous it is of this. And then like the jackhammer line, yeah, uh, really like that. The, the, they have they have the gag where of course, because uh, what they do is they suck the shit out of the porta potties. And what do you do? Wouldn't this kill you, yeah. man? I, yeah. I'll tell you this: like my intestines would be hanging out or something like that. It's like that shit you have people in the pool. They'd sit on the pool drain and they couldn't get up. And it's like, oh no! <laughs> I saw a 2020 thing on this. I was like, I'm never doing that shit ever. Yeah. I was like, I'm never doing this shit again. To hear about it, like his would Stone Phillips just to scare the <laughs> shit out of me with this stuff. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, what's next here? Well, we get the get we. Um, Where do you want to go with this? We get the so, restaurant. A vertical suplex that Scott Con does, which I don't know if it's him uh, or not, but looks really good. And so here we find out, uh, doing some reading here, that David Arquette's stunt double is Shane Helms. That's right. Mm. Yeah, which cool. Yeah, I can tell it's Shane Helms only in one shot. So good job on the uh, the camera work with that. That's Can't pretty say good. the same thing for Oliver Platt. But, no, uh, I mean that's what that's what happens when you cast a sun double that has a completely different body structure. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, 100%. than Oliver Platt. Um, Did you find it that I mean we go with the insulting thing? Like not only what they do, but they they treat almost like very gross people. Like the the truck is disgusting. Mean, sure. Like I mean, like the when truck is right the out of the and their shits dripping. The down. shits dripping. They're eating it. The the Oh, like the, it, it looks like they literally foods all over their mouth. Yeah, they drive through shit. It doesn't. The shit goes inside this this hose and <laughs> so, container. What's uh, so? Let's just get to the gag. Like the gag that you see at some point is the 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 truck. They well, I guess no, no. We'll get. To, I guess yeah, we'll get to it after. That's, that's down the line. Yeah, we but, can um, get there. Um, but you get a you get a gay bashing comment. Of course. Well, that was what, what was the gay? It was well. Um, okay, there's the one hot chick that he's into, at the works at the drive-through, and then Kid the Rock's sister. Yeah. But the one girl who's into him, who's is, the hotter one, who's the hotter one, yes, is into him. He doesn't like her because she's one of the guys. What's the problem with that? Some that kind of, gay. That's right out of some kind of wonderful. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. It reminded me of Lethal Weapon actually. Like after Murtaugh saves Riggs' life and he's like rough, like patting him down, and Riggs goes, "What are you, a fag?" Oh no! And, and I was like, "Whoa!" I, I love these. I love this um, trope in movies where a guy's interested in a girl, but she wants nothing to do with him. But his friend, who's a girl who's equally as attractive, but he just doesn't see it, is 100% into him. But he's like, nope, she's just a, she's just one of the guys. See, in real life, when that happens, she isn't attractive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very <laughs> true. That's the only difference. But this girl's a hell of a lot cuter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she loves wrestling. Yeah. Oh, Which, she loves wrestling. If yeah. you would have shown me this in the year 2000, I would have been like, uh, wow. That, because that never, that never She has a lot of commercials for something now. The, the She's action. 42. I looked her up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> still hot. Yeah. yeah well, she still, still has a lot of fuckable Sam days left. stabs. <laughs> He'll find you. <laughs> I'll stab you, too. Um, David Arquette has a lot of, uh, I think they're funny double entendres, like oh. cold today, hot tamale, and... Uh, he, he says a couple other things that are just so off the wall they almost sound like ad libs um, yeah they're, 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 some of them are kind of creative it's, they're not bad uh, although pulling up to a drive through with a septic yes. truck is kind of bizarre yeah because yeah, oh, totally. that's the other thing too this is their car yeah for personal use which sorry stupid well you, know? you get a, oh, yeah. you get an yeah. almost back good backstory in one line with that 
coming up. What, like, it's their sheep van or no, something? No, no, it's the... <laughs> it was no when after it gets wrecked, and Scott Con's like, I don't know what to do. Like, the business in that truck are all my dad left me when he died. So, I mean, like, right there, it just goes, that's it. Oh, that's, that's why it. they drive this piece of shit, literally. Um, um, she just died. Oh, so sorry, we'll get there in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, we'll get there. This was the first time I'd ever, when I first saw this movie, first time I'd ever heard the, the, the what would... King do or what would Jesus do? Oh, yeah, I, I thought that Jesus stole this from Jimmy King. <laughs> I had never heard this stupid thing. <laughs> he is the king of kings, the king. so why can't he take Jimmy? There ain't no time. I wouldn't yeah. tell Triple H that, sir. Yeah, oh, God, <laughs> he may take you back down a couple pegs NXT. So oh, good. <laughs> so right, Alan so. Albertini Dow just died like last week, and I, 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 I hated what she did back then and, and I hate it now because Betty White has taken it over yeah she was Betty White before Betty White made it made it cool and it's about the old the cussing old lady yeah or, or the lady that the, is she, has hip. A, she has the dichotomy old of like people being... singing or rapping hip hop like she did in Wedding Singer I'd rather blow my brains out oh. than have to listen to this crap <laughs> I, I hate when they when they make old people look like they know what's up no. I, 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 it's just disgusting and she does this thing Sorry, it's like they should have had like a technical advisor there for wrestling. No one ever referred to DDP as simply Diamond Dallas. That's right. No one. You got, well, unless it goes because she's old and she's seen. It was either Paige, DDP, or Diamond Dallas Page. Or Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. That's all there is to it. All you'd say to it. So we finally get to Nitro. Yep. That's the big thing. They want to get to Nitro. And I love that this is in Wyoming because, uh, you know, why not? Because Nitro used. To, Nitro and Raw back in the day, when you go back now and watch, you're like. Jesus, they did a show here? Yeah. Jiminy Christmas. Anyway. Because they were, places would just beg them to come. And it's also the shittiest Nitro I've ever seen. Oh, well, it's, it's, well, it's like in a 2,000 seat arena. Like, yeah. That's another thing. It's like, and it no. feels, it feels already outdated for the product that's going on sure. during this time period. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we get the Nitro girls who have been a thing of the past now for a way yeah. long time. We get another kind of faking, or I say fake, you know, I mean, not a part of the incarnation of WCW. Like, we have. I had Nitro Girl that has nothing to do with wrestling. I like that too. That it worked though. Well, Rose McGowan's not bad. Rose McGowan's hot, but I, I love this because it's like, well, let's get a girl who's not really a Nitro Girl, a Nitro Girl, and let's make sure that she's, even though I think Rose McGowan is hot, she's not as, as hot as really any Nitro Girl. Yeah. So I thought that was and interesting. The, but, all right, here's, here's my one thing is every time you see her, with the exception of at the party coming up later, uh-huh. she's dressed differently than them. That's she's true, too. She's out of uniform. Yeah. And then later on with something plot point relevant, because I don't want to spoil it, but like, <laughs> you know, like, like, oh, head nitro girl. I thought you were, because when everyone else is in red, or, or just white, you're in red and white. You're at the front. Right. You're standing out. Yeah. And she's wearing that blonde wig. And... She, had, she must have just made out of the power plant, then. That's what it is. That's <laughs> yeah. it's about She's got the, the Ric Flair sun bump. So, um... We get to see an unmasked. What, so what's our first? Yeah, that's all I was gonna say. What's our first match? We're kind of seeing. It's like, like it's a clusterfuck of yeah. cruiserweights. We're also who? This is where Ray tore his knee. because the, what they did like they did too like, many takes. They, it's like Warren Beatty decided to shoot this scene and do <laughs> eighty takes of that. Man, of that Nicholson <laughs> of doing this Hearn can run. What do you want, Warren? Just, Just tell me what you want, Warren. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so. uh... It's uh, unmasked Rey Mysterio yep. in Hoovy, Hoovy, in the Filthy Animals, right? Yep, and uh, you see some cool spots. Yeah, like like you get a, get a nice top rope Frankenstein'er by Ray. And I mean, in, typ- in, in typical WCW fashion, where do we put the characters in the movie? And seats just a little bit worse than Bret Hart's at the reboot yeah. Nitro. I, I think it's hilarious. I mean, it's like because they're they're not only in shitty seats, but one of them isn't even a seat. 
It's yeah, a freaking piece of construction rebar. Yeah, which by WCW this time you probably could have gotten a little lower. <laughs> it's just, well, they do. Apparently. They make that joke. They yeah. jump it, and then suddenly, not only do they try to run down there, they have seats. Yeah, which is really funny. Uh, let's see. Where are we going here? We're going uh, backstage. Uh, we get to see Sinclair heading. This is a walk cool, in the This hallways. is a cool moment. Yeah, uh, it's exposing the business, of course. Mm-hmm. But I, I really yeah. like. I, I really yeah. like this. It actually feels kind of real. He looks like an idiot, though. I yeah. hate the way he's dressed. Yeah, Sinclair. Joe Joe pants? Yeah. Oh, I, I hate the wig. Yeah, it, it, Titus Sinclair of Sinclair Media that owns Rigavon. I know. Was <laughs> also the thing. He just looks like he's out of Woodstock or something. He just doesn't yeah. belong. Like, I, you know, why can't like he just. Just look like a slick back, smarmy bastard. Yeah, you can you know, make, whatever, you know. Yeah, it's another insult, I think, what? to fans. Is the guy who's running the show just looks like That's what made me wonder like if it was joke. a Bill Watts thing looks almost like because Collado. Bill Watts was the cowboy and he was the promoter of he was a former WCW booker. And he was the guy who took the mats out from around the ring. Yep. Took away the over like if you go over the top it's a DQ, can't Love do top that. rope stuff, you know, and uh, you know, I mean Things like that. I, that's why I was like, what is the point of doing this to him? If he was supposed to be Bischoff, why can't you just make him look like Eric Bischoff? Then? Anyway. I'm with um, you on that. Um, he walks by, we see Booker T in passing. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yep. Uh, he stops to talk to Goldberg and Diamond Dallas Page. He's tired of Jimmy King being late. He's tired of his shit. Goldberg doesn't seem thrilled to be in this conversation, really. Goldberg never seems thrilled. Yeah, I, he's like, it's, it's, what? I'm going to be a Universal Soldier. It's a movie oh, about me. He's got all the acting ability of Foghorn Leghorn. Le- Leonard Malton's finest hour. If Perfect. only. Perfect. Uh, I'll talk about Malton later, too, because he had something to say about this movie. Oh. That, no, I, don't I like that Goldberg just cuts to what's the finish, which is a huge moment. for like I know for me, I was like, I've never heard somebody talk about a finish in wrestling. This, mm-hmm. and the movie... Oh man, the movie was awesome. I don't mind it, but it was neat. Yeah. It was really neat. You're on the verge of breaking yeah. kayfabe. Yeah, just really well, neat. You, you just murdered it. Seeing something true that you don't see, right? And and DDP's like, okay, DDP, you're going over. Oh, sorry, Jimmy King, you know, he'll crown you. That's the finish. But pull, then pulls DDP to the side. Never mind that. We're gonna. Have you ever been to Montreal? We're gonna pull a <laughs> yeah, screw. It's, it's a giant screw job. It's, it's a screw job. Yeah, and DDP's like, it's about time, you know. So. Jimmy King comes out. Well, who? Mean Gene. Oh, wait, wait. Weird. Go on. Mean, well, mean, mean Gene's the ring announcer? Yeah. Like, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they tend to do that in movies. Like, in No Holds Barred, it was like Mean Gene was commentating. With, Which, with in all Ventura. fairness, Mean Gene did commentate way back in the day. Way back. Before, like, pre, I think even pre-Vince, he did commentary. So that's why we know we talked about it at uh, the Gimmick Battle Royal. Too, the, yeah, seven. he commentates with Heenan. Even though it's out of place, it makes sense, but you have to go way back to make the connection. I was perfectly fine with it, you know, because he's from the Gorilla Monsoon days. Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. Yeah. All right, so he's, um, Mean Gene introduces DDP, who's in, I mean, he's in, as I put, full 99 heel mode. He I has, can't even get his real music in a movie. He, a triad is there, I believe. You, where you get part of the triad? I don't, or do you they have? Do two, they have, do they have Canyon as Canyon as well? No, Canyon makes a cameo talk. appearance at the very end of the movie. That's yeah. right. Okay. Um, so Jimmy King's uh, his music hits fits him very well, which is right out of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. It is. It, 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 it is. <laughs> I, I thought the same thing. All right. Man. So what did that Morgan become? Creek. Yes. <laughs> Morgan Creek. Morgan Creek. Yes. Yes. So he comes out, and I'm sure you guys didn't notice this, but like I said, I watched this movie twice. Go for it. For this. So when his pyro goes off in the ring, it's, it's flame turnbuckles. Only three turnbuckles light up in flame. Oh. oh. One turnbuckle does not. Glenn it's, Jacobs would not have liked this. Oh, no. <clears throat> Nothing. <laughs> uh, or the delay. Jim, Boom. Jimmy King uh, 
you know, bitch promo. He looks uh, like a fat John what, Snow. How Bart, weird is his... Run the, DMC, Bart? Yeah. All right. I'm, that I, was, <laughs> I actually I, the first thing that. I, the first thing I laughed at was, what is this posse? It's mm-hmm. the weirdest group yeah. of dudes to be in oh, a, stable a stable for Jimmy King. Yes. Well, you got, you got well look at DDP's guys, Kurt, too. Yeah. Kurt Henning, Perry Saturn, and I believe it's Conan. The, the King's oh. Men. Yeah. The, so weird. And yeah. then DDP's guys, it's Bam Bam, Hoovy, yeah. Sid. No. They were all heels, though. I could buy that. I could buy that more than... Kurt Henning, who, I mean, he was a West Texas redneck. He was, you know, on the way out. His career-ending match with Bagwell coming up. Mm-hmm. I, I, it just, well, for one thing, Jimmy King's character is just so, it's such a dated type yeah. of wrestling guy. We, who, it, it's I think funny. He, it's almost Michael P.S. Hayes. Like, the rap rock is showing off. That's kind of that, how I feel it. Like it, it. There are some mixes of it. It's because there was no guy at wrestling at this point that was like that that was that over. Mm-mm. Not really. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um. The Run DMC thing, I do think it's funny. I, I do like think it. it. It is. It, it seems like something that would happen uh, if this were a real character. Yeah, well, if totally. Because Run DMC were the kings of rock, so why wouldn't the king of wrestling? Yeah, do something. Run and DMC. It's, and, and those are great lyrics. I love. I, I really. I've <laughs> always liked. I was into it. Um, Sinclair gets in the ring. It's a little chippy. That's an interesting moment too. Oh man! Uh-huh. Like like it's it's. This movie is almost right, something so different. This is something I've talked is. about. The things wrestlers say that we can't hear that look like something else to us than what's really going on. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what's really cool here. It's like, this is a, like, from a TV thing, we'd be like, oh, well, they're just having to think. But in reality, these guys, like, well, yeah. I saw you jump, Terry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah th- there's that. Uh, DDP and King even have a good verbal exchange yeah. in the ring. Like, give me tackle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love awesome. give me tackle. Yeah. yeah, I always like that. I love the. It's. I mean, it's joking, you guys. Like the, the, having wrestlers in a wrestling movie calling spots. Yeah, like I mean, it, I it like does that. It does the whole. Okay, it, they it, get it, some things right. Uh, I, I I thought this was I, like there's a couple inconsistencies that drag me up the fucking wall, dude. Mike Tanay calls a move a double neck breaker. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just a single neck breaker. Like, it's but just, broke both his necks. No, it, it just it was like one guy doing the move to to one guy. Like there's no way it's a double. Yeah. Uh, and then so there's another inconsistency, but we got to lead up into it. The match becomes a shoot. So it becomes a Rocky Three Thunderlips Rocky thing. We're like, yeah. It's like at first it's it it. Rocky thinks it's a work, and then all of a sudden it's like, hell no, man, cut my gloves, Mick. (laughs) So it's It's weird because it's like, this is not wrestling. Like, it's not like, now this is just fighting. It becomes a fight, which brings me to the inconsistent part. The match becomes a shoot. What's one of the moves we see during a a, a shoot? The catapult. This move does not work. I tried it on a kid once in junior high, and it stood above me. The kid, they got, or the kid taking it. The guy yeah, taking it has got to jump. Yeah, yeah. he's got to jump. Terry. Yeah. yeah so, but, and it's a great stunt though, because it's canyon. Yeah. That mm-hmm. goes over the top rope through the table. Great spot. Uh, and then we see this move that we have talked about ever since this movie came out. That, that they've never dared to do in an actual, uh, you know, wrestling program. Yeah, because so four post match. Oh yeah. So who runs in? So we get some run ins here with this Sid Bam Bam Hoovy. They lay into him. And then um, they're the biggest. They, they do like a double wrestling. diamond cutter type. I, I say it's not like two guys doing, it, but you know, Bam Bam assists him in getting a diamond cutter. Then the King's Men. So it's Saturn heading and Coney. Everyone hits, and that's the swerve. Yeah. So everybody's just beating the hell you out can of see Jimmy it coming too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, all the guys run in the ring and they just stop and stare. No, no. I'm just like, oh boy. Yeah. 
So this spot is, it's the, they call it the Four Corners of Doom. Is that Four right? Post Four, Four Post Four Post Massacre. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking yeah. of. <laughs> God damn. You were, you were thinking of the Dungeon of Doom. You can't even do that with toys. <laughs> you can if you, you got, got friends, Charlie. You got to throw friends? No, 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 no. You got to throw oh. the first two higher. <laughs> just kind of... <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I remember when the Hardys used to do just two, and that's still like one still guy's doing bad. a leg, one guy's doing a splash. But you've got four guys, all different body shapes, yeah. body sizes, all have to get the timing just right. And I'm sorry, and but one of them, bam, off, bam. When you jump off one of the ropes, that's going to screw up the other guy's balance. Yeah. So, like, this is an incredibly dangerous thing, and it looks like they actually do the move in the movie. Yeah, you know, with the exception of all the angles, like they all come down on him. It looks amazing. Little Mage uh, forced to count the three. We have a new champ from yep. WCW. Diamond Dallas Page. Yes. Another pet peeve of mine, anyone who referred to WCW as the WCW, like the WWF. Doesn't sound right. So, yeah. oh, you know, oh, I love the WCW. The uh, end of WWF is the, Federation. Yeah, I could stupid. say the Federation. the Federation. I can't say the, the, the wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. yeah, big dumb idiot. But, uh, Stupid. Big one of those dumb idiot. You got a, apparently a Don't world heavyweight champ, a world heavyweight championship match <laughs> in Cheyenne, Wyoming, where the title's going to change hands. Right. This is it, that uh, fits ninety nine in a lot of ways. Funny there, enough, there is a part in the commentary of Arquette that he he brings that up. It is so fucking funny. Well, because like did you, you know a big part is again like Bischoff like lived out there. That was a big part yeah. of why they, well, the Wyoming well, yeah. thing. Uh, and that comes into play later when Rose McGowan says that she's from Lusk. Cody. She says, Co- she says Cody. That's, and he's that's where Eric Bischoff's from. Yeah. Or, or that's where he has a home. Yeah. yeah. So it's a reference to that. So anyway. Uh, of course, our, our guys, our, our protagonists are heartbroken. And it's funny because I know they go over the top with it. Oh, my God. David Arquette's overacting. Is, it's like they watched the Connor really the painful. Crusher video. They were just crying their ass off. It's, it was funny as it reminded me of how we would react when Hulk Hogan got killed by Earthquake. Or when night. Undertaker tombstone him on the chair. Yeah. I remember I mean, crying my eyes out. So, like, yeah. to a degree, I, I get it. I know it's... But it's, these it's are a, grown men. Yeah. Like, and, and that's, once again, making making me feel like an idiot mm-hmm. you know, for watching this. Uh, do you want to talk about what happens in this next scene? or The gag? Are we talking about the, the truck gag, thing? Yeah. All right, so the, tr- uh, the truck of shit... Uh, crashes. French toast dipped in shit. French toast. Yep. Smells like French toast. Smells like French. It's toast. Not a bad line. No. So what? What's funnier than having a truck of shit crash? Having a truck full of toilet paper crash into the t- uh, truck of shit. Well, I love it too because the, the shit splashes on David Arquette and Scott Con, and then the very next shot, that's when the toilet paper hits, and then it cuts back to David Arquette and Scott Con, and they are completely clean. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the that shot the was the rest of the people aren't. Right. That first shot was done at 8 p.m. The second one at midnight. Yeah. So there's some <laughs> oh, big yeah. gap in that one. So um, they get picked up by a van of nuns. But there's a there's a good part here. I love. Oh, I know the, you're. Oh, well, well, that too. But David David Arquette, like he's like, oh, we're going to blah blah blah, and they're like, oh, we're on their way to this. Where you're going is on like on the on our. They're way. going to Daytona. They, yeah, that's it. David Arquette just goes, Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> What I, so th- there's a great bit in the van because oh, they, here we go. they go they they're singing run they're singing running with the devil running with the devil and mm-hmm. she's singing a hell of a lot better than David Lee Roth. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, here's what bugged me. I wish she would have come back for the main event and been like part of the posse because and, and but then like turns out because she it, it's it's revealed that obviously like ooh she really likes Van Halen so she's probably one of these nuns that's on the edge like yeah. she kind of lives a double life. Yeah, oh, when he weird. goes, does anyone know any yeah. other songs? How did you read that? Or no, Van Halen. I just kind of was like, oh, because sh- I've got a lot of these tropes. Like, I've got tropes like Cussing Old Lady, uh, On the Edge Nun. 
you know, kind of thing. Does she make that eye movement because she is a, van, a fan of Van Halen? Like, mm-hmm. like the, the, that's that's. Or is it like, oh, how? Another thing too is these guys just got covered in shit. I think it would have been that cool too. for at least a little bit of the movie if people kept making jokes about, do you smell shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're gonna keep going with this low brow humor. Well, which they do. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't stop. And to go what you're talking about about her coming back to the posse, they meet all kinds of characters yeah. that are gone. Yeah, yeah, totally. That would have been great for a posse. You know, especially because this is like a quest movie. You're going to help a king. That's a good point. This is a quest movie. Yeah. yeah. And that kind of helps it in a way. Yeah. Yeah, because it gives them something to do with an arc. It goes all the way back to the Odyssey. Yeah. Well, no. It goes all the way back. To Homer. So David Arquette's Odysseus. dog dies when he gets home? Odysseus. So Shorty Rocky. Arquette and Scott Kahn meet up with the Shermanator yeah. from American Pie. That's all I called him. Yeah. It's, it's Shermanator. It's, it's, yeah. it's again, maybe a couple traits away from being him. Oh, he's very close. Nearly and there. He's playing an arcade version of what looks like WCW Nitro it looked for awful. the PlayStation, yeah. which was a shit game. Oh, yes, yeah. it was. Oh, it was so This good. looks worse. Than Nitro. Oh, yeah. my God. Who's... I'm, I can't remember who's DDP or who's Jimmy King wrestling in the game. His character, he's I wrestling. I couldn't tell who it was. Indiscriminate yeah. blob guy. You know what looked like a better game? The game that Randy Robin or the Ram Robinson was playing in the wrestling. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, NES Ram game? Jam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It looked like old WrestleMania game for the NES. Yeah. Um, I love the line. I puke all the time, and I'm not a pussy. I. Yeah. I it's <laughs> it's a great little like awkward moment. They do a subplot. Shermanator's dad seems very abusive. Like this is for pussies, and then he comes back. This is for pussies. My dad said, and then like later, you a pussy. You want you? It's like, yeah. man, get off the phone, you pussy. Freaking kid's gonna kill himself. Yeah, poor Shermanator. I, th- this, I don't know. I, I don't like say the section of the movie at all. Well, I, I don't, he, you when, got the Scott Con. Who goes? Who goes bit. to somebody's house? Like, hey man, I'm just gonna take your CD player so I listen to your crap. Like, who the fuck does that? Yeah. Well, they, and then of course of all like things, kids that, like that's one of the things that got like to the end is these two. They they treat them at different times like different pop culture parents. They they treat them like Beavis and Butthead. Then they treat them like Bill and Ted. They treat them like Wayne and Garth. They get dumb and dumb. Yeah. Too. And they they get it all. They they don't give these guys. I don't know if they're supposed to be like low twenties. Teen. I mean, right. And Shermanator's living with his parents. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just like, and they're just they disconnect they? and they just like oh yeah. Um. Uh God. Yeah. The Britney Spears. Thing yeah. That's is a, is a total dating. It was dated even when the movie came out. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It just was like, oh my God. It found was... its way onto the soundtrack. Yes. Who it does is. the cover? Who does that? Is that is that a cover too? Well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, Tell the... me it's Scott Kahn. No. 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 <laughs> it's it's. I remember because I'll get into why I I remember the soundtrack a lot. I forget who the art some of the artists were, but you know, it, to me it was it was easier to listen to in the Britney one. Yeah. Oh well. Whatever. Um, uh, so the basically, sh- the Shermanator is a, is a plot point. Yeah, he's a plot point he, he to, is, get to get us to the them king. To the he king. goes to Hacker Planet. Because he knows, <laughs> he, he knows the net. Yeah, I know the net. On my looks like kind of a, the old desktop clear Mac thing. Yes. yes, he does. And this is our first appearance. Hacker's of- Planet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that it? Gives him a dossier. Yeah. <laughs> so Oliver Platt finally shows up out of character. It's just, it's just Jimmy King. Well, you like, missed it. Well, they don't find well, it. Wait, 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 Caroline Ray. Do cool. stop with Caroline Ray. And this is really is a really funny lady. I really like Caroline. I like Ray. her line delivery of whore. She's a whore. She's yeah. a whore. Yeah. <laughs> it's a matter of fact. And what does Scott Kahn say? He's like whores and and what is like? Oh, it's oh god, whores and tramps. He says yeah. something like that. He's like, That's I love how she's. I, they, they, here's another. Oh, I hate that. She's so like oh, these, these people. Oh, Jimmy King. His house looks disheveled. 
I mean, it looks all nearly abandoned. She comes out. She's scratching her crotch. Oh, she's terrible. like, "You want to see?" And the day our kid's like, "Yeah, yeah." Well, that's kind of funny for that, some that, reason. That, that, that's where we're going. That, that's the Beavis and Butthead. We guys yeah. Beavers. What do you think of the sun? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he comes well, around. Here's his crack. I like how they say, "Oh, the queen," and then they see him. It's, it's the, the prince. prince. Yeah, <laughs> they're so into it. Which brings to the next scene, the, the where they go to meet his parents. That to me is one of the funniest scenes in the movie. David but, Arquette's real dad. Is that? Is yeah, that that's that's oh, that's Louis Arquette. Yes, it is. And that's um, yeah. Kathleen Freeman from mm-hmm. uh, Naked Gun Three. Yeah, yeah. Because where he tells her, he they go. That is he. Yes, he, <laughs> he came over and borrowed our. He came right. over and took our camper and hasn't been seen a week. And they say something. They go, no, no, that's not true. Because I love this yeah. joke. It's about really the funny it's because. Funny. <laughs> There have been so many of these book, wrestling books, and yeah. I'm talking about like the crappy WWF ones oh, that yeah. have come out that Shine. have they have like these. Like, <laughs> I don't know, I've, and they're not true at all. Like huh. a lot of things are so embellished, you're not even. I thought that was a great joke, so tongue in cheek. I didn't that, look at it that, that way, but that, that's great. That wrestling yeah. fans, we buy into sure. like all yeah. this. That's not true because in his official autobiography, after you died. You were, first you were confined to a wheelchair. Then you died. Then he, while he went to junior college, worked two jobs to support his mom. That'll kick your ass. <laughs> but all we get out of these scenes are that Jimmy King has burned every bridge that yeah. he has ever. I had. like this because it's it's almost like a hero's journey yeah. with Jimmy King. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, but yeah. He is he has it's a redemption story. Mm-hmm. Probably Terminator. This movie way more than we should be. But no, let's do it. Let's yes, yeah, let's we're do that. We're to the bit. Um, <laughs> The Shermanator is called into action again because these are dead ends to find Jimmy King. So mm-hmm. finally, he's able to use well at the the speeding ticket with the motorhome. He's able to use that to. That's it. Such a funny way to a speeding I, ticket I'm, with I'm a motorhome. I'm glad that's at least okay as opposed to just fu- somehow finding the address for a trailer mm-hmm. like that's like less than a week old. It's true. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So we get to Jimmy King, and what do we see? Hilarious. It's kind of funny, but what Oliver Platt laying down? No, I, I, yeah. It's so funny to I mean, me. It, you know, it's it's the first thing he says. He's like, "I think that's Jimmy King," and then you just see him kind of scratch himself. And go, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> What's he? He's wearing such a, a hick accent. That wearing he's, a dress and a wig. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we still got his beard. Oh, it's awesome. It's the the jokes. Are you guys boys from the pharmacy? <laughs> just leave my husband's <laughs> medicine, and I'll tip you on Tuesday. <laughs> that. Bit. They're like, no, we're not from the pharmacy. Just leave the drugs outside. <laughs> Oliver Platt, he's, I love how, he's he, so how good committed he got to this role. Because he, I mean, I, his line, he like, saves I, the movie. You can, you can apply what he says to so many different guys. I put butts in the seats. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love. He's when Mick he, Foley? I love when he, he flips the switch. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's kind of like joking around, just kind of being nonchalant. And then, you know, there's a lot of guys who, you know, I'm hiding out from a lot of guys. And he goes, well, like Titus Sinclair flips the switch. He's like, I'm not afraid of that circus freak. Yeah. <laughs> he just gets real serious. I'm talking to you, Paul. Yeah. We're talking about the writers. I'm talking to <laughs> you. Um, we also get the, the well, uh, this is the moment we all hated, I think, as kids when somebody had to finally break down and tell us. <laughs> Except these are you grown know, men. It's a, it's a dance. Yeah. yeah. Which is a, the, the way best that, way anyone has I've ever been explained it. I've a dance it. ever since. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's it's a choreographed, uh, yeah. It's a, it's it's not. But it's like ballet for men. I love that the, yeah. they refuse to believe it. Oh yeah, they think it, they think they they're being put on. Mm-hmm. Which once again, I think this movie would have worked a lot better if these had actually been kids. Mm-hmm. I or Charlie Sheen and Emilio. There are some really like great. And I say great little dark moments, moments, right? But mm-hmm. like the dark moments of Jimmy King, where it's just like 
man, this is a dude where there's a lot more going on than just wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, we don't get too, you well, know. Well, we didn't say it, but Titus Sinclair, what, what he said to him in the ring, you know, you're still the same piece of trailer park trash that I found 15 years ago. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, this guy, he's just a, he's just a guy. And that's another thing. This is a movie also about lowering your expectations of your heroes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That's a great Yeah. And theme. I like that. Like, this movie was onto something really good. It's just, it's just... You gotta dig for it. Yeah, That's the problem. And it, it took eight or nine viewings to really see <laughs> <laughs> what it was. Because there's, you look at, there's, like you were talking about, there's the hero's journey, then you've got uh, uh, Scott Conn and David Arquette's characters. I like how we don't remember their names. But and Sean, and Gordy Gordy and Sean, Sean and Gordy. Sean and Gordy. Okay. Gordy so Box. They're, they're dealing with being, uh, their obsession. It's yeah. like, a, a, you're dealing with obsession, and then you come to get clarity from your obsession. Mm-hmm. Like it's really weird, uh, but like yeah, the the part like where that. they're in the trailer and where they he starts lying to them and then they oh, yeah. just catch him and he just oh he's like oh you see why just left me and parents died recently. Like, we Scott Con's great in that line delivery. Mm-hmm. We met your wife. Yeah, like that's a great little moment for him. And mm-hmm. like I said, you know, it's like lowering your expectations of your heroes. You, I mean, you remember when we found out that Austin had hit Deborah. Oh, Dude, uh, it's still it's it still, still hurts. it still hurts and it sticks with me and it's so weird like because you notice like on his podcast any like they're even on remember when um Paul Heyman made a joke about he mentioned Jeannie's name and he was like well edit oh, that out. first wife yeah mm-hmm. and um, it's Austin's past with because the one that's the weirdest is the Tess remember she's the one like um, she's the one after Deborah before no, I don't know that. Man, that's when we got it. Got guy. It once again was just like two people that drank a ton, oh, and boy. and you know like uh, you know obviously yeah. Austin. That's his, this is post you know WrestleMania nineteen and doesn't know what he's gonna do. Yeah, you know and things of that nature. It's a weird story. We're not gonna get too much into that, but um, it's, but, that's, but but that's kind of what it was like like seeing the movie. Um, you know, like getting that idea of of lowering your expectations because <laughs> Austin thing had happened I think right before. Yep. And it was like, oh man, that's that's my hero. Yeah, you know. And so what? And and just like what Austin did on the podcast, when Jimmy King flips the switch, oh, I will rule you. He's he comes with quotes. He comes with one liners, and it's like, a great and, line. And, well, they want they beg it. And he's yeah, just like, here's it, he takes the or money. Or you want? Yep, he gives them the money that uh-huh. they gave him for the thirty dollars, the thirty dollars personal, personal appearance fee, <laughs> five minutes. He takes that, gives it's it back to them to get beer, and then goes. If you screw me, I will find you. I'll find you. And yeah. the, then they get out, and then we, we were talking about Scott Conn slowly oh, he's seeing the onions because he's like, no, he's, a, he's like, we got to get beer. So, so what? So we get drunk Jimmy King in a dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. But nevertheless, the boys somehow convince Jimmy King that there is a return for him in the future, oh, that he can yeah. make a comeback. So they decide to go on a montage to... I, I'm such a... I, I wrote this down because I was like, I swear I've heard this song a billion times in this type of scene. Yep. My own worst enemy. Oh, by yeah, lit. Yeah. But yeah, you don't oh, mind the song. You only get the, Dude, the every, beginning riff for this. They saved the lyrics for New see, York. See, that song, when I hear that song, I think of American Pie yes, 2. Yeah. It's the song that they listen to when they get in the car and they head towards the, the summer beach house. Yeah. yeah and, it, and as soon as I hear that song, that's one of those songs that just takes me back to the 90s. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, right It's like there. the whole Dumb and Dumber soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You know, every single one of those songs like, that's 90s. Yep. And I, I love that feeling. I, yeah. I really do. We wind up as, is it, uh, it's New York, is where we end so, up. So yeah, they're at, uh, 
Where the hell are they? They're at the fictional <laughs> man. It's the New York Arena. Oh, the New York Arena. They, the New York they Arena. laugh at in the commentary. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, think they couldn't get the rights to Madison Square Garden. The nitro they sneak Jimmy King into, which by the way they're going to use their guy, like they're going to use their occupation. They know some, right. they know some tricks with the porta potties. But apparently, how did they get uniforms? How did they get a porta potty? Very resourceful, and we're missing an important scene. But did you hear the lineup for the the mat? This nitro? Yes, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> Sting and Sid in a hardcore match. A DDP defends his world title against the Disco Inferno. I know. <laughs> I was like, this is what it took. To get him a title match. A, a movie. <laughs> Fucking movie. A awesome. movie. But, Dan, oh man, Oliver Platt. So they're hiding him in the porta potty and they're, they're carrying the porta potty. Oliver Platt has a great throwaway line that he just kind of says under his breath. It's, it's, uh, smells like poop in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah, yeah, moron. Really good. <laughs> you get, uh, obligatory Nitro Girls dressing room scene. This just seemed like it had, we had to get this in there. We naked? Naked? Right. More naked. So, so this is the interesting casting thing I was talking about. So Rose McGowan is um, David Arquette's love interest. This, is, this was weird for me at the time because Rose McGowan was his sister in Scream. Oh. Yeah. So man, good. It's, I, I, I could not, like, I did not want them to end up together because I had seen Scream so many times at that point. I think he realized in that one scene that I think that's like, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. You're I my know. sister. You're next. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's great. So we get this is what I want to talk about. We get a stop plosive DDP. I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> is this where this comes from? Or did he say it before this? I've. I. This is what I know it from. I'm sure he said it before. But the way he punches these, the following. It. So it's a it's a promo in the back. It's it's uh, Sinclair and Page. The world Just title. The it's not the world title. It's silver. Right. Yes. That's a bit weird. That but is a little weird. They. Uh, I, I'm gonna let you do it because it. it <laughs> I don't remember anything that he says except for the final two words. What is Jimmy King gonna be? A harpoon whale. <laughs> <laughs> the, I like the the. Hey. Okay. So this is what we're gonna do. Page is. We're gonna start here on the thing. We're gonna look. Okay, that's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Hey, it's another nice little thing that's really cool. Yeah. DDP's really good in this. Yeah. Movie. And, yeah, and I didn't really notice it until these viewings of you know just he's he's on like it's a good performance out mm -hmm. of him. So while this is happening, of course, Jimmy King is in the porta potty and he can hear this and this right turns now. him into Mang all of a sudden and he comes bursting out. This is a very Steve Austin s thing. Oh god, because this, this is, is like Austin. this is the beer truck, the Zamboni, but it's the shitter. And he comes out and cleans the crapper three sixteen. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's a god. The, the, so they tussle. They go at it. Van Hammer gets a bit here. Van Hammer gets a bit. There's <laughs> That's this why he gets come out. Weird thing. Sinclair pulls a big boss man, and for some reason feels that he needs to, in order to be heard through the camera, he picks up a microphone and starts talking into it. Yeah. And it's like uh, they just cut. You guys just cut a promo. Just by talking to the camera without a so microphone. So funny. Well, maybe the cords got looped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're gonna read it, Austin it. ran over the Zamboni. Yeah, uh, went with us. He ran up. We get ran over. He ran over. DX Express the Zamboni in one night. Deborah. <laughs> bam, bam, Bigelow. Uh, taking David Arquette. This was in the trailer. Mm -hmm. Yep. Throwing uh, Arquette uh, face first into the limo. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty cool shot. King is very he is very stealth. Where oh, is he? Man. He crowns him out of oh, nowhere. Crowns him. 
Yeah, out. He, he goes all Splinter Cell. <laughs> and we we get a Billy Silverman counts a one, two, three. Yes, and he, it's a same uh, dramatic. And count. these people, I, I gotta say, if this was an angle that they were doing, where you had the long, like if you had a long term chant, like if Cena, if they took all this shit from Cena, and like he disappears, and then like they like bad mouthing him, you know, oh fuck this guy, and then he comes back like this with some people I've never seen before, and pins like Seth Rollins on the pin, I'd be. Hot for this that. could work as an angle. It really could. This is kind of the thing that they were that that um, they should have done with Brett for the screw job. Oh, 100 yeah. percent Yeah. Sinclair has a stupid line. He says, I cannot he cannot win by ambushing his opponent. What wrestling is he watching? Yeah. What what the This has been a part of wrestling since Bruno, my friend. But apparently in this you in the movie, anytime you beat even though it's fake, you beat the champ, you get the belt. Because they never said the match was for the belt the first time. Right. But they go, but the it, the things this little incident serves its purpose. They go Sinclair into making a world title rematch, which is this is. You're gonna point it out. All right, so it's a bit weird. So he gets a he gets a million dollars just for showing up. That's it. I don't understand it at all. It, this is a typical WCW fashion thing. Let's just give away a million dollars. It's like it's for the world title. Yeah, and one million dollars. <laughs> like, well, fuck that title. Give me the one million dollars. And yeah, Oliver Platt's still at no, no, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love how he sells it. Oh, whoa, whoa! <laughs> like no. That's yeah. when they drop. It's the cage match. Yeah, they say it's going to yeah, be a cage. Be a cage. Whoa. whoa, whoa! No, I don't want that. <laughs> we then go to a crazy after party. Where is the, the under underpass? The it and looks like it's like discos. Like, disco is looks there. like where the foot hangs out in the Ninja Turtles <laughs> yeah, movie. It is. Here, did you have a problem? Is they're playing disco? They're playing Jungle Boogie. Okay, they're playing a song Jungle from the seventies that can be associated with disco dancing. Yet there is no disco. Disco fucking dancing. Yeah, disco's just kind of. If you'd have had him come this. over to play I said, his character, this setting looks like I've escaped from New York. Yeah. Like, this oh, is yeah. so weird. The Duke's gonna the show Duke. up. Uh, there's a great moment where Gordy's. David Arquette's talking to Rose McGowan, and she's like, why are you doing this? He goes, we did it for that guy right there, and it's a smash cut to Oliver Platt guzzling alcohol. <laughs> it's so funny. They bring up, it's, an, it's, a, it's a new plot point. Now yeah. the Nitro Girl is oh. uh, cozying up to Gordy, his, or to David All Arquette. All of a sudden. It's like kissing your sudden. sister. Yep. Yeah. At least, I mean, they, and then they go back to this. This is where they kind of turn him into Wayne. From Wayne's World, she's like, "I got your poster." She goes, "Which one?" She starts doing the poses, and then he climbs up on the the car and does that pose, which would almost be offensive, but it's coming across as charming. Yeah, that's Wayne, like right there. Yeah, that's Wayne Campbell. Yeah, I agree. The the crutch of this scene, of course, is Oliver Platt doing everything oh. he can to uh, avoid having to do this. His part. little dialogue with Mean Gene. You think I'm sexy? <laughs> I, th I think you're sexy. Mean Gene. <laughs> if only this could have been rated R. Mean Gene just gives the, the Buffalo Bill like, would you fuck would me? You fuck me? <laughs> would you fuck me? Oh my God. King tries to run away. He runs through a manhole. I swear to God, this was such a contrivance. Mm -hmm. It seems like they could not think of how to get him... Or to get them out of that scene. Yeah. Like, we'll just have him run in a manhole. More shit jokes. Not and them then, drinking. And so then, that's what down. I'm trying to figure out. Where did they find him the next day? He's like, in the hospital. Did... He gets released. No, that oh. wasn't a hospital. It... That was the sewage place. Because yeah, okay. the guys, oh, yeah. how'd you know where he'd be? We're in, We're the, in the business. business. Oh, so apparently because you clean shitters in... Wyoming. Wyoming, you know the New York sewer system. Yes. We call it the fucking turtles. <laughs> and then, uh, but this, uh, you know, once again, they, they need to do some repair work with Jimmy, get him, you know. Is this when they sing that song to him? Yes. yes. My God, this is funny. 
like this song is so bad, but it's it sounds like something that they could have come up with. Yeah. And the way Scott Kahn hits that last couple of high notes. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, the, it's the Britney Spears callback. Oh, is what funny. it is. And, it's, and it, the, Oliver Platt just open mouth, like staring at them. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like these guys are crazy. I love this because now, because it's talking about um, they need to get the Eye of the Tiger back. Yeah. So this where is do they go? Three mode now. They go upstairs to the dungeon where they find Stu Hart. It's Stu Hart, it Lufez, it's, but it's really it's Stu, Stu Hart. Hart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the Stu line Hart. is amazing. It's and I love that it's it gets used again. And this is another legit actor, yeah. an Oscar winner. Oscar. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, Saul Bandini. Saul, Saul Bandini. Wanna wrestle? Wanna wrestle? Oh, man, he's got catchphrases too. And, and he's commit just as committed to the role as Oliver Platt is. God, they could have looked it's down on this. It's a little creepy, though. Now we're see, how he's we're beating up high school. Well, not just, yeah, because we're jaded. This and somehow he bandages him up. Yeah. <laughs> Shortly <laughs> after stretching him, he's like, I just finished it up with a local high school team. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Which I thought would have been funny if they were other wrestlers. Like, other, like yeah. I thought it would have been like one of those like tongue-in-cheek kind of jokes. But regardless, it's still very, very funny. Um, we get What is he? Um, they... This scene doesn't last very long. They don't get much as once they get in there. Like he, he stretches them a little bit. Like they kind of do a little I, bit. I, back all and I remember forth. really is the nut shot. Yeah, the nut shot's the nut really shot, about the, the whole. The stretch. The funny thing is, is all the le- every lesson is lesson one. That's right. Oh, lesson really? one until like, the last lesson. Until the final lesson, which I, I was like, this is that's great. Does he say final lesson? Yeah, he does. Yeah. He said this. I is didn't the final catch lesson. that. Yeah. which this is almost is sweet. It could be. We'll get to it. It's the best scene of the movie. Oh. Oh yeah, it's the Expendables Mickey Rourke scene of 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 the of this yeah, movie. God damn, was Bosnian the, uh, the uh, bridge in this. Uh, 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 so. yes. <laughs> Mickey Rourke's like, oh, I'm going somewhere deep. She was dying in my arms. Yeah. I just uh, kept walking. <laughs> so then I decided to never come back to this movie franchise. <laughs> I need to go. I need to go to another scene. This yeah. is too much for me. Uh, so Gordy goes to visit Sasha at the apartment. The uh, that's her name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is this? Oh, yeah. She's I wrote. Nice, I the hate Nitro these of the Nitro. Yes. Yes. There's this. It, they, they do this weird foreplay. This is Dumb and Dumber. This, this is right out of Dumb and Dumber. It's really bad. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like oh, I've got some moves, and David Arquette just. Feels very forward. Snapmare, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Snapmare. No, no, no. no. He grabs her arm. I know. Play, yeah. That's another like, like missed call. Yeah. Uh, no, that's just a that's a hip toss. Yeah. That's a hip toss. It's like it's a modified arm drag. Yeah. But and and before, I mean, this is very forced because it's just like all of a sudden she was just hitting on him. Oh, she lives in New York, and she has this apartment. Yeah, and that's true too. She I didn't cooked. Know that. For, let, like I just met you. You were funny at a party. Why don't we stay in? Yeah, it's it doesn't work. For I me. thought it was another dream sequence oh, the, at oh, first. Well, then what the hell? She she takes her top off. He yells foreign objects, and, and then he punches her in the face. The war on women. So WCW war on one? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. But nevertheless, like, is it revealed at this point what she's really doing? Or nope. we just know? No, we just yet. know because we're... We can see the swerve. Uh, we're pretty seasoned wrestling fans. <laughs> we are know. ring generals. You've listened to this podcast. You know we're really into uh, wrestling. We know the swerves. We know the ins and outs of the business. Um, I counted the frame rate on that team, and it was 72. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> but Gordy Wright, why does he write his dad? He writes him a postcard. And not like this has only it's been so, like five days, but a postcard gets to Wyoming from New York. So funny. Oh, yeah, it is pretty quick. He and, writes him a postcard to let him know what their adventures have been. Apparently, the drinks are like in Ziploc bags pressed <laughs> up against yeah, the Yeah, I, I wrote that down. They have a it's lot really of weird. soda at the gore, at his house. It, it's just okay, no, it's it been, stupid. All right, now, I'm trying to remember. Is it someone playing a joke? 
Like, think mean? of the Sunny D commercials. All the different colors. Oh, so we got water, milk, purple stuff. Are so sunny, deep, and it's like all these different colors. And I was sitting there going, now I'm thinking about, I was like, is it supposed to be like someone going, huh, sunny D joke? I think that's a little too thoughtful. Um, well, that's me. I like to overthink uh, shit. I'm thinking for this movie. No, it just, uh, it's, uh, it's a, yeah, it's so, hilarious. His dad's a shitty cop, apparently, as well. Wait a minute, he wait a minute. Fire gun. So, Sid, <laughs> Boy, like, wait, 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 wait. So, we get the gym scene. The gym, right? So, why is this gym scene very important? Oh, Not just the Goldberg, we'll get to the Goldberg part. Okay. But what what is okay? What's more? We, we get a podcast debut that was completely <laughs> unexpected. We get John Cena uh, looking like the prototype. He goes to sit down, well, I guess, it, to, to bench press, and he actually looks directly into the camera. He's got that wallow syndrome. <laughs> Scene. Oh, oh, good, good, good for, for you. Yeah. And how was it? <laughs> I hope it was fucking good because it's useless now, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I'm low. Stephen, what are you gonna do about this guy? Uh, Mick J. I, I don't. Mick J. I, 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 I didn't really see it. No, no, no. That's it. That's a, the best part of the movie is not in the movie. <laughs> it's it's a fuck up from a sound guy. Oh my I gosh. love it. But Cena looks at the camera and says, Omelette? I'm sorry, I love... You won't know. So we get to see Goldberg's illustrious acting skills. Ah, I love this exchange. It's really good. The exchange is good. His delivery is awful. Yeah. It's just... Because he, 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 he's Tommy Lee Jonesing. Oh, yeah. You just say everything really fast. Everything really fast. In-house, out-house, out-house. Stack them, pack them, rack them. But that's, that's probably also why they didn't get an actor to carry an entire movie. Or sorry, our wrestler. Part, our wrestler. Yeah, no. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, sure, sure. So, let's put, let's, the exchange uh, exchange is awesome. But at some point, like obviously Jimmy King and Goldberg, like it, it even make it sound like Jimmy found Goldberg. Well, yeah. isn't that right? J- Jimmy. Well, not not even that. Jimmy, the way he approaches him is really funny. He's like, "Hey, Goldberg. Yeah, hey, baby. How how you doing? You looking good? Yeah. You you're looking fit? That's right, a wheeling deal. <laughs> yeah. One thing too, before we talk about the dialogue, uh, the actual dialogue. To go back to the Quest movie, this is like the the running into the old battle buddy that's no longer like sure. adventuring and she's kind of sharing like where, why they aren't friends anymore. Kind of that's like, almost why. And this for, it's also yeah, it's a it's a story of forgiveness too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. So no, <laughs> it kind of is like Jimmy King is like making amends. Like he's on the twelve step program. <laughs> so from what Step-9. we hear in this exchange, they were a tag team, and in the middle of the tag team match, Jimmy King puked on Goldberg. But it's <laughs> I was a partner. It's like right. It's like, are you still mad at me because that spot I blew and and wherever? Uh, you puked on me. Well, crowd loved it. I was your partner. <laughs> like, that, <laughs> But the boys are trying to recruit Goldberg to be a part of the new King's Men, to be part in Jimmy's corner. But Goldberg works alone. He yeah. is the posse. But you have a security detail with Doug Dillinger. How the hell? What, what is this? Is that uh, carried over? <laughs> <laughs> Doug Dillinger was just right back there spotting for him. So the next scene. Back uh, at Saul's. We get a remake of uh, Home Alone with Sid and Saturn <laughs> playing the parts of Harry and Marv. Fucking Shield Vicious. Yeah, shield Vicious. Sid yeah. looks fantastic. I mean, because I was like, hey, it's cool. They sneak in, into Saul's in, apartment. But in Super typical apartment. WCW fashion, Sid jobs to Martin Landau. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. Everybody talks about David Arquette winning the title. Sid Vicious, <clears throat> the longest reigning champ of this era of recovering, 
Jobs. He didn't. Saturn Martin. Jobs. Sid Vicious hit Landau with the chain. No, Sid Vicious waffles him after the, the match is over. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to get some heat back. You got to get, get the heat. And what's cool is the you get the San Martini you want to wrestle on again. Oh, that's the that's the bit that just. I, oh, when he pops up out of the trap door. The trap door in the ring that Vampiro yeah. would use. Oh, and Saturn. Yeah, he, he stretches him. He, what is it? Tap bitch. Yeah. Or whatever he says. Like, it's. It's a big Stick a finger in my ass. I was angry, you fuck, you googly eyed fuck. <laughs> but even though he gets the best of Saturn, Sid does come back with a chair shot. Uh, oh, yeah, the wooden chair. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Poor old man. So, uh, Not Bella. Of course, it leaves you to question how did they know where he was at? Well, oh, well, well yeah. We'll you, find out soon enough. Yeah. yeah. It's like, um, wait a minute. Ninja assassin Sid Vicious. At the hospital, so we this hear. Leads to, the be- this is such a good sense flick. I didn't remember this being that good. Yeah. It gets really like heartfelt. We, we hear that Saul's not going to be able to continue to train King because he's going to be bedridden for some time. We should compare this to the bed scene in No Holds Barred because that's how you do it wrong. Yeah. With Hulk Hogan crying over his brother's hand. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> I don't know whoever that shitty dude was. Oh, that's, that. the, that's the asshole from Lethal Weapon 3. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Um, he's also Jacob from Lost. Well, man... Uh, Oh yeah! Do you mean that? Yes, from Lost. He was the devil. He was the devil (laughs) in Supernatural, and he was oh, absolutely. Oh man! But um, you have the right to remain unconscious. Before we get into the actual hospital (laughs) room, you're saying gonna be much. We get (laughs) we get Gordy stumbling in on Sasha on the phone with Sinclair. Oh, there's a great running gag with Butterfinger. Yeah. Yes. Oh, really? Is Jimmy King? I I had forgotten all about this. The way he approaches Scott Con after there's been a discussion about Butterfinger, and he's like real serious. can I get a Butterfinger too? Like, <laughs> like, just like he's funny. five years old. But if you think about it, he's been training. So maybe yeah. they haven't lent, just, mm. maybe they're not letting the sweets. That's this why. This is more Jason reading into it. Oh, so. But there's a lot of Butterfingers. So, uh, yeah. We already overhear Sasha. Talking to Sinclair, so he knows that he has been had at this whole thing as a ruse just to be able to get close it's and really figure out. clumsily direct. Oh, yeah. I mean, we just set this up like two scenes ago, and we've just ended it. Right. And she yeah. goes to the Typical that WCW to be, fashion. She knew he was going to the snack machine. Yeah. Just like, it's just clumsy dumb. is the right word for it. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's, of course, a little miffed. But then now we head into the hospital room where it's a. So I'll talk. I, well, the first you let bit, Oliver Platt and Martin Landau take care of this. Y'all stand over there, pretty boys. We're gonna yeah. do this. I'll show you how it's done. He has one last lesson for King. He tells him to attack a man's strength and to tackle life's obstacles head on. Love that. It's I, obviously. I've never even heard that before. I know attack you have. A man's I know you have your demons. Yeah, but don't worry about it. Like, like, I, I've heard Randy Orton say, anytime he has a weakness, he turns it into a strength very quickly. Just when you have identified my weakness, it's now my strength. We don't remember this bit. <laughs> Moving on. The um, So is Sal, is Sal Martini one of the voices in Randy Orton's head? Is that why he's so good at it? God. That'd be awesome. He taught him to be the legend killer. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they leave the hospital, and they hit Jimmy King, like, right here. And he's like, hey, my butterfinger. <laughs> and just chuck it. He, oh, he looks so sad. But, but he, finally. We need to get out of New York. We finally hear this fucking song. Yeah, man, we got Kid Rock. Oh. It's Cowboy. Yeah. Oh, well, you missed this is Teller. I'm on to you. You broke my heart. Thanks for screwing Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Get a so breakup. Stupid speed. subplot yep. goes away. Yeah, yeah. She, he's like, oh, we're, we're going to go find our heart or something. And you don't even see her reaction. Yeah. There's no like, oh fuck. Her face is frozen in this one. Well, this is when she's married to Marilyn Manson too, uh, isn't it? Go. So that's what ruined her for me. 
Um, we're heading out. We're heading back to Wyoming because we need to get back to basics. Uh, first, we make a stop, though. Stop. <laughs> Jimmy, who is this funny? Jimmy is applying what Saul has taught him. He stops. This we, is a sweet moment. Too, it is. On. It's a really. Yeah. It, oh, it's a great moment later on. Stops by where we meet Caroline Ray and um, Jimmy King's son again. Where. You know, we more it's ball shots. The movie continues, mm. of course. But it's when he first sees his son's teeth. Oh, goes, oh that grill! Jesus, look at that grill! <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> but bottom line, he tells his wife, "He's I'm going to make things right. Yeah, I'm going to get the good. money." And he says, "I'm going to get that kid a real dentist." I'm going to get that kid damn good dentist. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, and he, he kind of bites his lower lip after he says it. Like, He's like playing him is almost this weird uh, droopy the dog meets Bill Clinton. It's meets. He, He's so endearing, yeah. like in, in this part. It's a massacre. It's a, oh, thank you. That's the funniest thing that he says in the trailer when yeah. they first meet him. They pulled a massacre. <laughs> right on cue, the second they get to Wyoming, Gordy's dad shows up. I mean, it is like on cue. They stop. They have landed in Wyoming. I'm glad but, you mentioned this. Mm-hmm. This is a pet, a pet peeve of mine in movies. When subplots like this stop, movies dead. Mm-hmm. They. They come out of nowhere. They don't belong here. They're just here to pad the movie, and they don't move it forward. They just stop it. Uh, Family Guy made a joke about it with Empire Strikes Back when Luke goes and like sees Darth Vader and cuts his head off and sees himself in it. Same shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's yeah, not it's really needed. Movie, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like scenes like this. They um, sections. Um, Gordy's that takes him away. He says he's going to be a cop, and that's that. So he is gone. So Sean and the King attempt a jailbreak from home. But Gordy now flips the script and says it's time for him to grow up, echoing the sentiments of his dad. It's really funny seeing Scott Conn and Oliver Platt like at the window, <laughs> two grown men, like like trying to get him to come out and play or something. Yeah. And just, there's, I need you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I need I just, don't get don't and it's it's like funny but sad. Don't give up on me now. Yeah. Like like you were one of the dudes that pulled me out of this and you're about to give up on me. The only thing this scene missed was almost like the American History X, let's tear down all the propaganda. He's like, I gotta get rid of this wrestling. And you just see him like crying, like tearing down his his WCW posters. I do like uh, the one thing about his dad that I like is that he makes Gordy ride in the back of the car. Yeah. Thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. Get out of here. My dad will shoot you. Yeah. No, no, really. He really. He will shoot you. He will shoot you. Uh, nevertheless, King and Sean press on. They train with a variety of scrubs. This is a funny scene with a variety of scrubs. It's not bad. It, it, to me, it's this. This is tongue in cheek for wrestling. It's, it's, I really, it's I like funny, it. but it's insulting uh, because there's that one guy that you know that spits. It's and he's got the, the crooked. Are hat you kidding on. me? We do that all the time. No, no, no. take. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but like this guy's a fan, and it's. I, I just I just hate. Oh, him. I. He, he I, looks I, like if he was a wrestler, his name would be Clem. Yeah. Do you think that this is a knock on like the WWF time or the tradition of occupational theme wrestlers? Oh yeah, a fireman Fred or whatever fireman it is. Fred. That's exactly. And then I another thought. gay bashing with a guy in there singing Oklahoma. The fake Siamese twins is a great gag yeah. because I could see I could see somebody trying to do this and it we failed. We are the devils. Listening to the commentary, Scott Kahn, I don't know if he was joking or not, but if you look at the movie, you could see where he probably isn't. It really does look like he bashes their heads together. It doesn't look safe at all. Mm-mm. He said he hated those guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but nevertheless, we've got you know some uh, a, a kind of a new Kingsmen group. I like that December. girl. Who the hell was that girl? What's she going to do, boob my dad? Yeah, that's a great line, too. (laughs) They don't bother to get, like, a lady wrestler. They don't have, I mean, Medusa show up in any fashion or anything like that. I I thought this next bit was a 
a joke at Rocky because he okay. literally does one run and he's ready to go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's been a month. Oh my God. But we get another but scene. But the send-off scene is... Uh, I don't like it. I, it's weird. It, I, don't, I don't like it. I think it's a war on women kind of thing. I think it's very disrespectful. Oh, this really sweet, cute girl. Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll fuck you. And then I'm going to leave you naked in a blanket yeah. on the side of the road. I could have. I'm not taking another excuse to get Scott Con naked. Like yeah, in oh yeah, blues. like it was in Varsity Blues. Oh my god, I hate this. Same like, old okay, kid. we we just drove off. I can't give you your clothes or anything. Can you give you your clothes? Right. I can give you this stupid NWO blanket. Why doesn't she go with them? Well, here's the well. Here's the thing. Because apparently, and why has, does Gordy show up? To me, it's like you just like yeah. we just why got, bring him not only that, that not only does he show up, his dad drives him there. Yeah. And his dad doesn't get out of the car. His dad doesn't sit there and go, you're a fucking waste too, or anything like No, it's just like, all right. But uh, also, they're driving from uh, wherever they fuck they Lusk. are. Lusk. They're from Lusk, Wyoming, mm-hmm. to Las Vegas. And remember, the match is the next night. Yeah, it's a long drive. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's that why they drive. don't have, apparently, so let's have talk, your clothes. What's the name of this pay-per-view? Dude, thank you. The Royal Bash. What the fuck is this? Why can't they use a real WCW pay-per-view? I... Because well, they're gonna beat up the king, I guess. You might as so weird. Well, oh, so royal? Like that's where you're seeing it from? The royal bash, like it's yeah, called the, the royal, royal bash. bash. So the royal bash. So they're going. You're gonna see the death of the Jimmy King. I just. And it also Why feels not? like the other thing that's weird is like it feels like it's a one match, literally a, a one, one match, match pay per view. Here like we I'm, are tonight. Like it's boxing. Our main event. Yeah, that's what was weird. Like yeah. a, that's what was the one million dollar purse. Like, do you know what sport or or what thing we're <laughs> talking about here? Mm-hmm. You know, like do you, do you, this isn't boxing. Like the, million, the it comes back to that million dollar purse. It's just weird. Um, but we do get we get a another great spot. We find we get a this is his first appearance in the movie. Sinclair has a moment with Sting. He tells Sting to not allow King to get the world title. He says he will kill him if he fucks up. Yeah, I will what kill the? you there if it you is. fuck this up. I'll kill you if you fuck this up. This movie flips a switch here. Yeah. And Sting, I, I, you're right. He looks at him like, the fuck, the fuck is this guy? I do like it when, when PG-13 movies get the best use out of their one fuck. Oh, it's not even... Like, this movie pushes PG-13, mm. like, pretty close. Because you got that, you got Scott Conn's naked bum, you got the... The violence that's in this movie. You can yeah, have naked intense. male bum in PG thirteen. You can't have naked lady bum PG thirteen. I watched the documentary on the rating stuff. This film is not yet rated. That movie? Uh, no, no. There was something. There was a documentary about. It's called like the F word, and so they do a little segment about. Yeah, that's sex. Sean, I'm Sean, sorry, that's sex. Sean dresses in a zoot suit to escort the king out. He looks like his dad. Yeah, yeah. he does. He looks. Yeah, he, he looks, looks a lot like that's his dad. the most he looks like his dad. Um, he looks like a pimp. Yeah. Sinclair decides that he cuts a promo in the ring. He plugs the cage of death. The, the Inception cage. Yeah. A cage within a cage within a cage. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I remember like seeing that in the that theater face, yeah. and liking it a lot. Like it's like I've never seen this before. You yeah. Know? We, it, like this. This is cooler than hell in a cell. Shit. But didn't they do the WCW do like the multi tier cage? We're about to get it in well, our no, next. Even before movie. this, wasn't no, there one with Hogan and a bunch never. of like Dungeon of Doom people? Never. I don't think there was ever a triple there cage match. There was like a this. second triple okay. cage match later in the year that was on like a nitro. Uh-huh. They had yeah. war games on a nitro okay. where they brought back the triple cage. Uh, okay. Let's see. He, uh, all right. King is left. He does the Elvis. Or, um, this, is the, this is the Elvis move. This is, this is what Elvis used to do, I believe. He left tickets for his parents. Yeah. And that, I think it's some Elvis used to do, if I'm not saying. And, yep. of course, Ricky Bobby. Uh, <laughs> of, of course, course. <laughs> years before. Of course, uh, leaves tickets for his parents who make an appearance. 
Page Rex King right off the bat. Uh, I lo- this is Jumping funny. right to the match here? Yeah, just, let's just... Okay. Sean throws powder in Page's face. Page jokes that this never works. Oh, yeah. This, is, this, this doesn't work. That's good. But and then it leads to a handcuff, and I'm sorry, I hate the diamond upside down joke. Uh, yep. I really I'd, hate that, because I'm like, so what? Yeah. It, what does that mean? Okay. Uh, it's just insulting. It's Diamond Dallas Page's bad guy. Let's just make fun of him. I, I just don't understand how that's an insult to DDP. I'm like, okay. So Jimmy King starts to move his way up the cage. He gets ambushed by Hoovy and a masked guy. Yeah. Uh, Who is this? Suddenly dude? skinny masked so, guy. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. They cut the lock to yeah. the cage. The, Immediately. All these guys That's can run That's gotta in. be King! All these guys can run in. <laughs> Goldberg has come full circle. He runs to the ring with his with his goons to save Jimmy. They can't get into the cage. They, they just um, they just so, broke they locked the lock. It back. I now, think they I, showed did they show him lock it I back? I think they might they, and if they, they don't I could well right, I but I think after they they, well, they, they got a second, they lock, lock, they a second lock. lock and lock. Well, if, if they're going to plan on screwing him over anyway, why wouldn't they have a a, lock, a way to let people in and then another way to keep people out? I it's just don't possible. Seeing it. It. But the mask guy, it turns out, is Jimmy King's son. Oh, dude, it's the ultimate swerve. And I, it's oh, the swerve I didn't see coming. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They have a moment, and then he clotheslines him and stomps him. Everyone is once again attacking the king. I love. I love this bit. When the Which Kid Rock music hits yeah. and they come up through the stage, it is a great, oh, it's great. shot. Dun, 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 but Disco's still kind of hidden behind Goldberg. I know he's there. Kidman, Goldberg, Booker T, and Disco Inferno. Yes. When the hell did Rose McGowan get into the cage? Like, she just all of a sudden, hi, I'm here. I'm in the movie. That. Yeah. But it's another I, war, It's a war on women's spot. She oh, take, I hate she take a ladder. She's just running she her she, mouth, she, and he keeps trying to tell her. And you see the ladder in the back, very she, slapsticky. Yeah. So she, she took a ladder to the face, and she's just... Ooh. I think they realized they had to get the cage relocked because we needed to get this bit. Because it's a, it's so weirdly over the top. Oh, but Oh, there's a mention of... After they hit her with the ladder, Scott Kahn goes, I was trying to tell you that you shouldn't stand so close to ladders in a ladder match. I'm like... This ain't no ladder match. But apparently you had to use the ladder to, to get somehow, up. You have to use a ladder to get up. And then you sure. use a fucking then you use rescue your ladder. Intuition. Yeah. Gordy on a cop motorcycle crashes through the cage to oh, let the mayhem so begin. Dumb. It's dumb. Oh, yeah. It's beyond bad. dumb. Jackhammer to Saturn. All hell breaks loose. Everybody's... Uh, what's funny so is the point... It's all real in the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Goldberg really is beating the shit out of Saturn with a jackhammer. Yeah, Perry, you got a job. <laughs> you got a what? None of this makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Page and King get up to the second cage where Trash Can the musical continues. I, they have weapons up. I think it's awesome. They have weapons in the second cage. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, Page even pulls a WrestleMania or Taker WrestleMania 15 with a noose hanging. Yeah. Yeah. Take that, boss man. Yep. I want to point the image of Goldberg looking up. Is, is so funny because of how <laughs> stupid he looks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he just Come on. apparently stands there for the next five. Minutes. He just stands there like no one's coming <laughs> at him. Like, well, he's handled them all. Page gets to the third cage, knocks King back down to cage one. Cue crow music, and I love that they got a real instrumental score for Sting's music. Yeah, yeah. that's even better. Than, that was a good call. Oh my god! What was good is he, they already showed him link, hiding out in the rafters to begin with, so this wasn't out of the blue. And if you watched it, you Sting lives in the rafters. My God, the boyhood dream has come true. As Sting, look at his entrance. Does the WrestleMania 12 entrance? Yeah, to, into a face <laughs> to knock. Diamond Dallas Page. Uh, does he knock him? No, he doesn't no, knock him. No, no, no. King gets to do it, right. Yeah, he knocks him off to the top of the second or first cage. Yep. Yep. And then, uh, yep, that's what it is. We get so King. We... King gets, he, he body snatches. Who are you him. fighting for? I, I love the way he says it. It's a great. Yeah. Yeah. Me. 
body slam. <laughs> from th- he this is this is a real stunt. They really did this. It's not DDP, but our guy actually got body slammed all the way through. And dead Diamonds Pass. We got DDP. Dead Diamonds. It is an incredible stunt. Yeah, it was, it was Diamond Dallas dropper. Foley. Yeah. <laughs> it goes yeah. through the fucking three. He's gonna need a lot. I of DDP love that they have to it. show DDP being carried out of the movie at the end to let the audience know that he's not dead. And he turns and gives that. It's like Unlike like, No Holds Barred, where you know he's like dead. dead. <laughs> Hulk Hogan so kills Kurt two Fuller. people in that movie. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I I really don't like this part. Um, this is where Are we get the Canyon promo. Or sorry, the Canyon, the Cameron Canyon <laughs> cameo. Uh, he's one of the fans in the front row while Sinclair. This is the part I don't like. Gets tossed into the crowd, and then basically it's 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 a massacre. It's a zombie on yeah. Sinclair. Like they kill him. I'm, I'm so, like, and then they turn into John Cena. <laughs> we made wrestling. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, the promoter. The I made it. Made yep, there we go. No, we, you didn't. Um, Fans taking credit. Uh, Michael Buffer couldn't be bothered to come back to announce the winner. Like, no, he, he got the hell out. Had of to get Mean nope. Gene to do it. Um, Goldberg makes an offer for King oh, to be his new tag team partner. After they unified the tag belts. Yeah, the weirdest thing I've. Uh, no, I won't. He wants Gordy the Law. The Law. The law. I will bust. Stupid. And uh, Sean Sugar Daddy. What I forget his last name is, but nevertheless, he'd be called the Sugar Daddy as his manager. It is the happiest of happy endings. It couldn't be better because we also, we didn't mention, Gordy's dad sees him on TV. See, thank you. Can we talk about that for a minute? Little, I hate it. it. I mean, You're telling me the police, the fast food restaurant, the old lady all ordered this pay-per-view? <laughs> the fast food restaurant ordered and this it was pay-per-view. Not only was the fast food restaurant, but it was in the same video that apparently their drive-thru feed comes through. <laughs> yeah, it's the same video. Well, Jason, you pulled a Rift Tracks in 98 syncing up your, your yeah, porn. Yeah, too. It was the pay per view was what was. But the, the cops ordering the pay per view, I'm just this is. So I know. And that's weird, especially because if they would have made the rest of the cops look different, like if they were plain clothes cops, well, or they're something, all wearing that dumb. And they hat. all just look just like his dad, so you'd think they all would hate wrestling too. But now they're doing it. We get an epilogue. It's time. Uh, Goldberg throws the gas station attendant. I'm at Zappa. Through in wrestling gear, mind you, mm-hmm. throws him through. The glass. He doesn't give him a pearl river plunge. It's amazing. <laughs> and we get the line, <laughs> you're, you're, I'm your bitch and you're my daddy. So it's He's cringe. on commentary. Cringe word. Oh, I, I oh, cannot he is, wait. He is unbelievably annoying. Uh, the Nitro Girls Hummer pulls up. It's funny to say that. Yep. Just going to let that roll there. <laughs> Sal Bandini. Yeah, it's, it's like Picks it's up weird. Cord- the King, Gordy, and Sean. I do love the kid saying, that was just a one shot. Yeah. It's so funny that kids say, it's like, that happens so much in wrestling. Things are one shots and they don't shot. stick. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, it picks them up and in the back of the. Saul Bandini in a hot tub with a Nitro Girl saying, God bless America. Yeah, love that. And they drive off. I would like a douchey stable of heels to have a Hummer. Yeah. That they all pile into. It's a Motley Crew Hummer. And then have the freaking the, 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 the Jacuzzi, jacuzzi in the Which they play Girls, Girls, Girls in the movie, I yep. believe. Yeah, they did. Yep. Yeah, for the Nitro Girls. Yep. Um, so then we get a blooper reel, which is decent. It's not yeah. that bad. Because I usually hate blooper reels, but the thing I, I hate the nut shot blooper reel. Oh, yeah, yeah it's so it's, much. It, it reminds you of how often that happens in the movie. Yeah, I mean they overdo it, but still, it's like it does happen a lot. Mm-hmm. And anyway, Let, so, let's get all right. So thoughts about the movie, just real quick thoughts. Like seeing it this time versus back then. I think we've both Go went ahead, through please. an interesting evolution of what yeah. we thought. Oh yeah. Movie. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I mean, well, I, I liked it a lot better because I hadn't seen it in a while, and I just figured, man, this is really going to be shit. And then it's like I'm pulling all this stuff. Like I'm older, I see a lot more. I mean, I'm I'm making up more, a lot more in my head. But I enjoyed it. I first saw it. 
I at the time I was like, yep, fun movie. Yep. I would try to go back the next week. It's already gone. Um, I remember years later watching with you, and I was like, this is awful. Yeah, this is so bad. I sold my DVD the next day. <laughs> and I then did. what was so weird was this watching. You know, because we were talking about, why is it fighting all of a sudden and stuff? And I told Jason, there's this interesting way you can look at it. It's like, that's how we look at wrestling. Like, we see it as fighting because we believe, we buy into it, that these guys are really, these are real. We buy like, into the, they're not just the dramatics? Yeah, we buy, because yeah. we committed to it. We commit. The suspension of disbelief. When right. you're a kid, you're looking at these guys. They, we don't like, think about the word tackle. We don't think yeah. about that. Yeah. Give me tackle. Now we kind of do, because that's why we kind of do the show. We talk about all the things that surround a wrestling match and a show and everything. To me, it's I, it's it's a very romanticized look. As like, yeah, that's how we see it. We do see it as fighting in its own way. We see it as fighting as we'd see in a movie. Yeah, like I. That's why I buy in a Die Hard. I know Bruce Willis isn't really you know sure, but I, I believe it's not a documentary. It. Right. Oh fuck. Right. It's well, not. It, mm. well done, sir. Thank you. Well done. Uh, but yet, I I came away this time. A better opinion of it. I don't think it's I I don't think it's this amazing piece of work by any means. God, but no. no. But there are there are nice little bits in here. It's and that's what saves the movie. The little bits. Um, uh, what I wanted to point out, um, Leonard Moulton. I remember writing his review. Of course, he gave it like a bomb or a one. Oh and God, half. yeah. But the thing that, and I, which I, I I understand that. But the thing that he said in the in the review that I always disagreed with, no matter what my opinion of the movie was, like depending on when I read it. Um, was that Oliver Platt was woefully miscast in the part of Jimmy the King. I, th- I don't think he could be more wrong. Uh, Oliver Platt is this movie. I he think... is the reason this movie is, works. It's my favorite thing that he ever did, as, as strange as that sounds. And it's because he lifts the material to, to something better than it actually it's is. It's almost like Leonard Maltz saying he's woefully miscast because he doesn't belong in this movie because of how good of an actor he See, is. See, that's the thing. Which... If you had told me that, oh, hey, Oliver Platt's going to play a... a, a you know, a wrestler in a movie. I'm like, that sounds awful. Like, yeah. it really does. <laughs> like, that sounds incredibly bad. But it works, because he commits to it. Same thing with Martin Landau. Uh, I'm with you. When I saw the movie when I was a kid, when I was the only person in the theater, I really thought it was funny. I liked it. Yeah. And then watching it with you years later, uh, I thought it sucked. Like, I, I couldn't get through it. Uh, it was painful. Uh, this last time, I mean, I watched it twice in two days. Uh, I I. Appreciate it. It's, it's a good. It's verb. nice to go back on it. Mm, yeah. It's nice. It's like it, it reminds me of a different time, and not only in wrestling but in life, and, it, and in the years. It's a '90s movie that came out in 2000. Yeah. Um, it is 100 percent a metaphor for WCW at this time. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like this was this was a big mistake for them to do. I'm glad they made it though. Uh, I, I, IMDb scale, I give it a five out of ten. I'd say it's fair. I'd give it a five. I think it's perfectly average. Uh, I th- I wish that the movie had. Focus more on certain aspects as opposed to others. Yeah. You know, like like drop a lot of the lowbrow shit. Yeah. You know, so, um, so getting into the odds and ends of the movie. The movie had a budget of twenty four million dollars. Yep. It only made twelve. The movie was a big bomb. Uh, let's see. Arquette got five point five million. Arquette got how much? Five and a half. Million. Five and a half million to do this movie. And remember, he was hot shit at the time. Uh, David Arquette. Now, getting to the commentary part of it, he's actually really good in the commentary. He's the only one of the three guys. It's Ahmet Zappa, Khan, and him. He's the only one of the three guys who's actually trying to tell you the information about the movie. He likes wrestling a lot. Oh, and he talks about it. Like, when wrestlers come out to the ring, he goes, okay, that's this guy. That's Rey Mysterio. That's Sid Vicious. Although he does get some names wrong. He calls Hooventude Hootie-tude. And uh, he, he mispronounces another one really bad. 
But, um, oh yeah, Shivani. He calls him Tony Shavone. But uh-huh. other than that, uh, Arquette, like, he, he points things out in the movie that he doesn't like. Like, he, like he, he agrees with me. He doesn't like that guy with the hat on sideways. He goes, I think this is really demeaning to wrestling fans. And he goes, I don't like this. Um, he does make a great call. About, he recorded this commentary about a week after Slamboree. He makes a great call when he sees Booker T in the movie. He goes, I love Booker T. He, he will be world champion someday. Yeah, and... He was absolutely right. Yes, he is. Yeah, we'll be getting uh, to that. I can't wait. A couple of things I missed. Uh, David Arquette has an ad in the movie for 1-800-CALL-ATT. Oh, those yeah. Old commercials? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The payphone that he calls from is, uh, says CALL-ATT on it. Um, David Arquette tells a story in the commentary about a fan who... Um, uh, it was like a buddy of his who knew a guy who was talking about WCW and how much he couldn't stand it. And, and the quote that he used was... It's typical WCW for them to switch the title on a Nitro and not on a pay-per-view. And it's like, well... See, that's, <laughs> see some, guy, some guy buys into this some, shit. Yeah. Some guy agrees with me. Yeah. Did that... I remember... Isn't there a part where... They, I mean, are they smoking pot or something? Because there, there goes like a two or three minute segment where you don't hear the commentators at all. And that's then they true. start talking I about... something happened to my They audio. start eating snacks. And then like, it's either Ahmed or Scott Kahn goes, this is what corn nuts sound like in surround sound. Yeah, and then you hear like, like they just really get on it. Like they start laughing hysterically at something, and I have no idea what it is. Probably like a lot of people listen to our show, uh, <laughs> right? so I can't oh. I can't blame them too much. But um, no, this is like Arquette. He's like, he he says nothing but nice things about DDP. Yeah, um, and we'll get into Arquette's era in mm-hmm. wrestling uh, later. I don't want to you know spoil too much now. But um, no, this was fun to to go back to. Definitely, and I'm gl- glad I bought it. Glad I watched it. Thanks totally. for. That just go back to your mean streets, just you pounding, looking for this fucking copyright. Because on Amazon, it's like twenty five bucks. It's twenty five new. Yeah, and I was thinking, I was like, I'll, I'll throw that out there. And you're like, no, no. And then you find it, and it just in my head, I just had like you beanie on, grainy seventies new like New York streets, trying to find it. Some dude's trying to sell you the Star Wars holiday special. Like, no, no, man, <laughs> nothing that strong. I'm just looking for fucking Ray to rumble, and just get it. And it's just in the background. You just get like some. Good like black exploitation score. Just CM stabs on the streets. Yeah. I will find this movie. And I, I, there were two copies of them, and I had to compare the cases to see oh, which one was oh. better quality. One like had a hole in David Arquette's head. No, <laughs> probably not a good idea. This one, no. But yeah. this was a good time. Though. Yes, I enjoyed, it and it'll be interesting because there are definitely things that come out of this that we're going to see in our timeline very soon. If we all know what we're talking about. Um, it'll be very interesting. It'll be fun to pick pick up on it because it's one of the more infamous moments in WCW history. Why did I never? I, I'm glad I have people I can talk about this now. Really get it. So Oliver Platt never shows his face on WCW. Do you not think that if you're going to do this, to have Jimmy the King show the fuck up on a night show? That's what, kind of what I was expecting. I remember at the time. Um, at least once. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't even. He never makes an appearance. I, I, I oh, and he actually tagged Randy Savage. Just want to say that in the blooper reel. Oh, yeah, God, so got bad. him right in the face. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. Like, I'm gonna be bones on Spider-Man. Do it again. Yeah. This, uh, like I said, good time. Um, We'll be catching you guys next time. It's going to be Slamboree 2000. In the meantime, follow the podcast at New Blood Pod on Twitter. I'm at William Rinkin83. I'm at CM underscore Stabs. I'm at the Jason Kiesler. And we will see you all at Slamboree.